podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel. We are back with another match preview uh, after the disappointing but fair one-all draw against West Ham. We turn our attention to an away trip to Bournemouth. It's the third time playing Bournemouth this season. It's live on Sky. It's a 5.30 kickoff, but we'll come to all of that in just a few minutes. I'm Scott. I'm your host for this one. And tonight I am joined by Daryl and Joe. Daryl, you've got your ticket for Wembley. How are you feeling, my friend? I'm buzzing, mate. I can't believe that we're actually going to be going to a cup final. Um, I even picked up a rosette on the Keyside market at the weekend, um, so I'm going a little bit old school with that. It's uh, it's an interesting little rosette because I think it's been stuck in somebody's garage for 24 years because it, it can just about make out a 1999 date on it, but that's not a problem <laughs> for me. Just just yeah, absolutely over the moon to be going. Nearly as old as I am. <laughs> Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> Well, as you have said that, Joe, how are you this evening? I know you're waiting to hopefully get into the ballots for the tickets. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, sh I shouldn't be as stressed as I am, mate. I've got no chance. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'm doing well. Doing well. Um, yeah, no, genuinely ha really happy for everyone who's managed to get tickets so far. And uh, hey, regardless of whether I get one or not, I'm going to be down there in London anyway. Uh, Absolutely. With, uh, you can, uh, myself, you can... so. You can schlep it with me, uh, trying to find a bar around Wembley that's going to show the game, which I think is going to be pretty impossible. But we'll probably do a video around all that in the coming weeks to come. Uh, before we get started with the preview, obviously everybody knows this by now, but I'm still reading it because I still cannot remember it. But the Gallagher Shots match preview is brought to you by Magpin. Magpin is the go-to site for high-quality, unofficial enamel pin badges of Newcastle players, legends and retro kits. Speaking of legends, they've just released a Sean Longstaff and Dan Byrne double pack. I mean, you cannot ask for anything Spicy. more, can you? Well, if you want more information, their website, as always, is magpinbadgers.bigcartel.com. So as I mentioned at the start of this, we travel down to Bournemouth. Third time playing them this season. Uh, it's a 5.30 kickoff Saturday night uh, under the lights. Uh, and it is live on Sky for those of us who can't get tickets or who couldn't go. Uh, Bournemouth aren't doing well, to be fair, this season. Uh, they're currently sitting 19th in the league, Daryl. Four wins, five defeats, 12 losses. Uh, sorry, four wins, five draws and 12 losses uh, with a minus 24 goal difference. Uh, they've lost five of the last six and they haven't won since November. So with all that in mind... Are you confident in this one? Um, I am to a degree, Scott. Yeah, um, you know the, the record since the World Cup uh, break has not been very kind to them. Um, they seem to be doing all right when we played them at St James's Park the first time around in the league. Um, they had just, I think, not long gotten rid of Scott Parker, or whether we're on the verge of getting rid of him. And you know they came out with that draw. Um, and they've had the change of manager since, and then they came to us in the cup. Um, Although we beat them in the cup, it's, they still seem to play a bit better again. Um, but you know, like I say, the the, the record since the World Cup has been a bit a bit dodgy. 
Um, I think you know it's going to take a professional job. There's no room for complacency these days in in this game. Yeah. Um, we're going to have to be on our game. It's going to have to be a professional job if we're going to get three points. Um, and I think you know it's going to be very much the same as the previous two games. They're going to sit. They're probably going to invite us to try and break them down. Um, and we have struggled to do that. But I think you know Eddie's had a full week on the training ground with the lads, so I think we'll be working hard on how to break teams down. Yeah, we have struggled a little bit, Joe, to break teams down, and, and especially Bournemouth. I mean, like Daryl said, it was a one-all draw in the league, uh, and that mm. goal from our side came from an Isak penalty. Uh, and then, obviously, the, in the round 16 of the Carabao Cup, which, did I mention, we're in the final of, by the way. We're in the final Ooh. of that cup, just, just in oh, case it. you didn't know. We are in the final <laughs> of that cup. Um, but to back to the point, obviously, the, that victory was from an own goal from their side. Mm-hmm. Um, so given the fact we played them twice, 120 minutes of football, and we haven't scored an open play, does that worry you at all? Well, when you look back at them games, um, we didn't have the likes of St. Maximin and now Gordon coming, to, coming into the team. And we saw against West Ham that, all right, okay, there's been you know a lot of conversations about St. Maximin and his performance there. It's his first start in five months. I said in the reaction video, we just need to give him a bit of time. I still think that's the case. However, if it doesn't work, Gordon has an impact. So we saw him coming on, create a lot of space, a lot of really good passing, drove at players. That is the kind of thing that will absolutely strike fear into the hearts of those uh, Bournemouth defenders. So I think we're equipped with a little bit more of an arsenal than, um, than what we were the last couple of times we played them. Um, like Isak's obviously coming back um, from his yeah. head injury. Uh, you said you mentioned that he scored. Wilson is obviously uh, fit as well. He was responsible for the um, you know helping with the own goal in the cup. There's a lot of we have a lot more options now, and I think with um, I think Eddie Howe's going to look at this, this sort of issue that we have with uh, struggling against uh, you know low block teams, and I do think that it, this is one of the things he's going to be really working towards. So I'm a lot more confident. Uh, you did mention the stats about how that, you know, obviously 19th, they've only gotten one point since the, uh, re- you know, return from the World Cup. Yeah. These are all things that obviously are massively in our, in our favour, which is exactly why I expect them to win 1-0. Uh, <laughs> <but, laughs> no. There's, everything points to, to us winning um, and we really should. I know that we've, um, we we've spoken about how the amount of draws that we've had shouldn't be too much cause for concern, but we need to be beating teams like Bournemouth who are 19th in the league who can't buy a win right now. We just need to do it if we want to continue this sort of Champions League push. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's not like uh, Bournemouth are, you know, just losing games. Is it? There's been a couple of 1-0 wins, but they've had a few heavy mm-hmm. defeats of late as well. I think Chelsea did them 3-0 recently and, and Chelsea are struggling to, to to buy wins at the moment as well so you know it, obviously it's the Premier League anything can happen we'll see what happens on Saturday um, Daryl they've got a fair few injuries I was looking at their injury list um, I'll rattle through the names mm-hmm. um, and I'll, I'll I'll mention the ones that have played against us so far this season because there's five of them uh, sorry there's four of them who are out uh, so you've got Kelly Stevens Brooks Tavernier Solanke Cook Fredericks and Stanislas. Um, however, Tavernier, Solanke and Cook could all be back. They're basically due to return, so it'll depend on how they've trained. Um, obviously, Solanke's the big one there. 
Um, he's their biggest goal threat, you would say. Um, but the fact that four of those names had played against us, does that make them a bit more unpredictable than maybe it's what we've seen in the past? I think it probably does, Scott. Yeah, um, you know, the, the the names that you've read there, it's sort of a mix between their, their attacking lineup and their defensive lineup. There's not really anything missing yeah. from midfield. And as much as Solanke is a threat, I think the biggest threat in the Bournemouth team, especially to us in, in, in recent years, has been um, Billing in midfield. He always seems to be able to power have a bit of a powerhouse performance when he comes up against us, even with our best midfield and with our own powerhouse and Joel Linton playing as well. Um, I think the biggest threat that they'll have will be the control of the midfield, especially with us missing with the quality of Bruno in there as well. Um, I think regardless of that, I think Solanke playing, whether he plays or not, I think the the quality of our back four and Nick Pope um, is going to be more than enough to be able to cope with him. Um, we've seen Sven Botman really go into that role um, and yep. I think he can pretty much handle anybody now. Um, he hasn't come up against Erling Haaland again yet, but he, you know, he only got the one goal when we played them at St James's, and he, you know, they they've both done extremely well. You know, we did concede that goal against West Ham from the corner, but you know, it's it's we we don't concede goals very often anymore, so they shouldn't really have much concern in, in terms of conceding against them. Um, in in terms of missing the players at the back, does that play into our advantage? Then probably yes, it does. If it's a if it's if he goes against an experienced back four, then it, it's licensed for our forward players to really cause a bit of havoc. Um, and I believe um, this is the first time that Callum Wilson has been able to face Bournemouth at Bournemouth since he left them to, to join us. Wow. So this should be a very interesting game, especially for our front players. Yeah, it's almost like a homecoming for him, even though obviously it's not his, his, his hometown of, of anything. But, you know, it's where he... Cut, cut, cut his grass in the uh, in the Premier League at least at the beginning. Uh, we'll run through some of the Newcastle injuries. Obviously, we've we've spoke about Isak already. Um, he was out with a concussion injury, so we fully expect him to be back fit. Mm. I think there was pictures of him the day on Twitter. Yeah, there uh, was tra- yeah, in the train. Um, Mankio's out, uh, and then obviously you've got Target and Kraft, uh, who I don't think is going to be back at all this season. It's quite a short list, but you've got two right backs there. Um, obviously, we've 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 only really got Kieran Trippier. Um, you know, we do have the new lad who's come in, uh, Ashby, but um, you'd probably imagine Trippier's going to start there and, and, and Ashby would be on the on the bench. Um, and we do have, quite obviously, the big glaring miss. And it's not an injury, but it is a suspension of Bruno. Uh, it's his second of three games, Joe. Um, mm-hmm. We talked about on the, on the match reaction last week how much of a miss he was. Uh, do you think it's going to be the same or do you think they've had a bit more time to, to prepare without Bruno and they've got a bit more of a game plan this week? Uh, or would you at least hope that's the case? Well, yeah, absolutely. No matter how much prep you can do, you can't re- replace Bruno and what he does. We've spoken a lot about the uh, the sort of triangle between him, Trippier and, and Miggy and you can see that that was certainly missing. Um, however, having said that, we need to start, I think, prior not prioritizing, but sharing the load between the right-hand attack and the left-hand attack. Uh, we kind of missed that whilst Saints being now injured and we've had to sort of utilize Joe Linton and Willick on the left-hand side. Yeah. They did well, but we were still very much overloading on that right-hand side. I think now is a really good chance uh, with, like I say, with Maxi coming back and with Gordon on the bench to start seeing what we can do down that side as well. Um which you know potentially means that we can use Joe Linton a little bit more, 
um, to help with that sort of battering ram role and helping get that space on the left-hand side. We are going to miss him. We are. Uh, but I I don't think it's going to be as big a miss uh, mm-hmm. to warrant us not you know, really winning this game, I think. I think we'll be fine. You've mentioned Joel Linton there being a bit of a battering ram. And, and Daryl, um, it's obviously worth noting that he is on eight yellow cards at the moment. Um, I'm not sure if he was to pick up two yellow cards in his next two games, if that would mean he misses the final. I don't know if the yellow cards count. I think it's only red cards. No. Um, no but he would that. still be a big miss against Man City. So mm-hmm. if you're Eddie Howe and you've got Joel Linton in that middle, given the fact that you know you mentioned how their midfield has always been a bit of a hindrance for us. Um, do you just have a little word in Joel Linton's hand and say, look, try not to lose your head in this one? Because it does seem to happen in the last couple of games. Yeah, I think I think Eddie will probably definitely, you know, he'll have the lads, um, the, the, the rest of the coach and, and staff just having that little word with Joel Linton. You know, he, he can do what he needs to do in that midfield without getting unnecessary yellow cards. I would say the one he got against West Ham last week was a bit unnecessary. Um, yeah. It could have been avoided. Um, and... You know, I think he's capable of, you know, we've seen him. He's a very physical type player and he does like to put his foot in. And it comes with a risk of picking up the odd yellow card here and there. But I think in terms of, I don't want to say take your foot off the gas because I still think he'll go in given 100% in that. But I think he might yeah. just be a little bit more clever about how he goes about his game and if he can avoid getting involved in anything reckless and I would include stuff that happens in reaction to things as well because you've seen him get yellow cards this season for reacting to things and a mm-hmm. little bit of pushing and shoving here and there and I think just just that little kind word and easier just to say look just keep yourself settled and do the job you need to do and avoid anything unnecessary keep yourself within boundaries of these yellow cards and keep yourself available for as many games as possible well here's Absolutely. the thing I, I, you I think it's inevitable that he's going to be getting ten yellow cards at some point during the season. But you're right that yeah, yeah. we, you know, you do you do not want him to miss likes of Man City. So yeah, I'll take your point there. It, it could time it better so that he would possibly miss a game where he won't be. Yeah, a little tactical yellow. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll move a little bit higher up the pitch, and, and Joe, you've already mentioned Alan Saint Maximum a little bit, and but Daryl, I'm going to stick mm-hmm. with you for the Saint Maximum question because we had a little discussion in the reaction, Joe. So I'll I want to get Daryl's opinion on this. Um, do you start Alan St. Maximum in this game? Do you give him that run of games that he, he he probably needs, or do you bench him and bring in Gordon? Like, what would you do? Yeah, I mean, for me, when you think about it straight away, I will go with an unchanged side. So, yeah, that includes starting St. Maximum for this game as well. I think he's been out for that long that he just needs to be able to find his feet properly. And, and he got a good hour, 70 minutes out of West Ham. Um, you know, he's had another full week at the training pitch this week. And, you know, it's there's a lot of criticism came up this week about him, even straight after the matches. I was walking down underneath the, 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 the Milburn stand. It was all on, you know, the hot topic on everybody's lips was Alan St. Maximum mm-hmm. and whether or not he was finished or whether or not he, you know, things... Things like that, and I do feel sorry for him. I do feel he was made a bit of a scapegoat, and you only have to watch this Monday's uh, Always Smiling Faces podcast to see the, the heated debate that went on for for a good half an hour to nearly a full hour um, between Martin and Decker about Alan St. Maxim and, and, and what goes on. And you know, he needs to have that time on the pitch to be able to show what he can do. Um, and you know, we all—I think it's fair to say that we all want him to be that player. We all want him to be that world beater, and we all want him to be absolutely mint. Um, and I think 
I would start him personally. Um, like I say, full unchanged eleven for me. You just go over that eleven again, and then yeah. you've got the strength on that extra strength on that bench this week by having Isak being available again. Um, I would probably imagine Ashby comes onto the bench as well, um, just to have that cover at right back. But yeah, absolutely start him. Give him the minutes, give him the time, um, and give him that chance because I think he's earned it in terms of what he's done previously. I think the other the other thing I mentioned about uh, Alison Maxwell and, and against a team like Bournemouth, this is an ideal game for him. Um, he knows mm-hmm. he can probably yeah. get the better of some of their defenders and and cause a bit of trouble. Um, so I'm in agreement with you. I would I would start him. Um, I would maybe even look and and you know I don't say you want to change. Uh, a, a, well, I don't want to say a winning formula because we didn't win the last game, but a, an undefeated formula. But I would maybe look if you're going to introduce Gordon as maybe bring him on the other side because Bruno's out and have Gordon, mm-hmm. St. Max and Wilson. And that gives a less of an omen on Kieran Trippier to have to bomb forward, which means that the cover that we kind of missed on the on the left with St. Maximum and, and Burn doesn't happen because Burn can go forward and then the, the back three can shift because Botman can play, you know, on that left hand side of, of the centre midfield uh, centre defence as well. Um so you just be having Trippier staying back a bit more and then you know, I like to Dan Burn just providing a bit more cover so St. Maximum can get forward. We'll see what happens. We're not picking the team ourselves, we're just giving our opinions. Um, Joe Isak, mm. um he obviously hit the ground running when he came. He came back into mm. it and got uh, you know, straight back into it as well. Um arguably, you know, saved to the victory the other night with that, you know putting his head on the line, quite literally, uh, for that free kick, because who knows where that was going to go. That could have been flying in the top corner of the, the net. Um, is it just a shame that he hasn't, again, like we've talked about with St. Maximum getting a run of games, is it a shame that Isak hasn't been able to have that run of games just because of bad luck when it comes to that injury that he picked up the other week? Um, would you look to start him, or do you do you keep faith in Callum Wilson now he's got his goal, you think the floodgates are going to open, and you know that's it now. He's, he's probably got a few in, in the next few games. If Callum Wilson hadn't have scored against West Ham, I would have definitely said uh, Eddie Howard has a big decision on his hands. But you know what strikers are like. Sometimes they just need to get that ducked off the back and just get that first one. And I think it would be a real wasted opportunity. And to be honest, it could hurt the relationship between uh, Wilson and Eddie Howe if if he does drop him. Because in his defence, he's like, well, I've done my job. I've scored. I think it would. I do think it would be a, a, a big shame, and uh, if he did drop him, not saying that Isak couldn't do a great job. I, I've absolutely loved seeing him when he's played. He adds dynamics. He adds pace. He knows how to turn and drive. And I mean, the Southampton um, assist for Joe Linton was a perfect, uh, yeah. was a perfect example. You know, and, and he did the same against Liverpool. So he's a hell of an option to have off the bench. And to be honest, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if in the next few months he starts to replace or at least um, take off a lot more minutes off of Wilson in the side. But um, for now, given given Wilson got that goal, I, I think you, you need to uh, start him. Yeah. Um, it all depends on... But the thing is, so that goal came from West Ham pushing up and, and, and leaving space at the back. I worry that Bournemouth won't do the same thing and Wilson will, will struggle. Um, so... Yeah, you, you could end up seeing Isak coming on as early as maybe like 60, 65 minutes if if it doesn't work out. But I would definitely start him, 100%. Awesome. 
Uh, we will come to our predictions. Uh, Joe, I'll stay with you for yours. You've already said we're going to get beat 1-0, but uh, I'll get your final <laughs> prediction now. See, see what's going to happen. Uh, so what are you going for this weekend, mate? Uh, well, I'm going. I'm going to say two nil. Uh, looking at the looking at the stats, Bournemouth. I'm pretty sure they they're only scoring like less than a goal a game, and they're in they're conceding for fun. They're really struggling, and I know that we haven't exactly been goal machines as of late. But as as I've said before, we've got more options. Gordon, AS, Alison Maxim's coming back. Um, Isak's coming back. That should surely be too much for a Bournemouth team that is literally you know, only drawn one game and lost the rest of them since coming back from the World Cup. So uh, we have to we have to win these games if we want to be continuing for that European push. So it has to it has to be a resounding 2-0 or more. I'll take I'll take more. Okay. I'll <laughs> so take a minimum of 2-0 and I'm I'm assuming you mean victory as well. Minimum uh, of two. Just because you said we're going to lose 1-0 before I just want to make sure it's a victory. Um Daryl, uh, your predictions for this one, mate? I'm, I'm in full agreement with uh, Joe there, Scott. I think it'll be a 2-0 win. I think it'll be quite comprehensive in terms of the controlling the game and, and being organised about it. And then when we hit that 2-0 mark, I think it'll be a case of just battening down the hatches, being organised and prepared and, and probably just sit, sitting in and, and digging out that 2-0 win. I think there's a couple of big, big weeks ahead for the club. Um, some really big games, not more so than... The game at the end of the month down at uh, Wembley there, in case we haven't mentioned it before. Um, so it'll be a case of preservation and preserving fitness, preserving, you know, players' health. Um, and I think, you know, it, it'll be professional. Like I said at the very start, it'll be a professional job. Um, you know, we, we've got, like Joe said, we've got to be winning these games if we're thinking seriously about qualifying for Europe. But this first hurdle, first attempt really, um, and this season, um, and I would again settle for more than two if it was going to be more than two, by all means, blow them out of the water if we have to, um, that can only be good for your confidence um, for the whole team, but yeah, just three points, two nil, three points, job done. Next week, Liverpool. Awesome. <clears throat> Next week, Liverpool, yeah, and we'll do a, we will be doing a reaction, uh, sorry, a, a preview uh, for that Liverpool game next week. Uh, for me, uh, I was going to say 2 0, but just to change it up a little bit, let's add another one to that tally, shall we? I'm going to go for a 3 0 win and I'm going to go for a Callum Wilson hat trick. I think he's going to absolutely smash Ooh, that duck that he's going balls, through. And I'm going to put me, put me, uh, me balls nice. on the chopping board, as they say. And uh, yeah, 3 0 Wilson hat trick. I'll let's do my fantasy do team if yeah. he does that, mind. I'll just take him out. <laughs> well, you need it after this week because I think we're wearing the head to head and that, and I think you're only on thirty odd points this week. So, uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll hopefully get you some more points next week with the Wilson hat trick. Does anybody have anything <laughs> okay. they want to add to this to this one before we wrap this up? I'm good. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm all right. I think I'm all right. If I start awesome. defending Saint Maximin anymore, I might get lynched. <laughs> so, we'll leave it at that. We'll I would probably just see anybody who's entering the, the ballot, uh, best of luck. I hope you yes. get what you want. Yeah, absolutely. Because I know it's not going to be easy. Yep. Uh, yeah, so obviously uh, we're recording this on the uh, what is it? Wednesday night. Um, so the, the period three is almost over and it's down to the ballots for final tickets. Like Daryl said, good luck to anybody who's entering the ballots. Good luck to anybody who's still in period three who hasn't yet got that ticket. You should be fine, but I think they are starting to go uh, slowly but surely. Um, fingers crossed, whoever wants a ticket can at least get into a ballot to uh, to try and 
I don't want to say win one because you can't win something that you have to pay for, but you've technically won one, so <laughs> we'll call it win one, right? Um, but yeah, uh, good luck to everybody going for tickets. I can't, I'm not eligible, um, but I will still be down there. It'll be me, Joe, and Ian, I think, partying on Wembley Way outside the stadium. Uh, Eddie House period six mags. I'm not even that. <laughs> but thanks everybody for watching. For if you like this content or if you got tickets, let us know where you where you're sitting, what period you're in, in the comments below. Um, and we'll see us all in Wembley. Uh, but first of all, obviously we've got this game and the Liverpool game to come. So let's not jump too far ahead. Uh, if you like this sort of content. Be sure to scroll down from this video and hit that thumbs up button if you've liked it. Hit the thumbs down button if you didn't like it. Either way, that helps feed the algorithm and get this uh, video into the hands of other Newcastle United fans. While you're down there, if you want to see more from us, hit the subscribe button. And if you want to know when new videos go live, you can hit the little notification bell uh, to be notified when all the new content goes live on the channel. And if you want to be extra nice and go one step further, we do have a membership program. It's $2.99 a month. That gets you early access to these sort of videos, uh, as well as stuff like the FPL show uh, and also the Helios video that Chris and I did over the weekend. Um, and it also gets you access to the Telegram group. It's currently Ticket Central in the Telegram group. I've seen so many posts of the Wembley seat plan with boxes being grayed out as people are getting more and more worried about the ballots uh, this in that chat than I have done before. But we are also trying to arrange a little Gallagher Shots members get together uh, while we're down there. So uh, it's all joyous and happy and all good on that side. But before we end it, I just have to do one more thing, and that's to thank Daryl and Joe for joining me this evening. Thank you, boys. And thank you just for go. watching. We will see you in the next one. There'll probably be a reaction to Bournemouth coming up over the weekend. And then we'll be back with the Always Smiling Faces podcast on Monday and then on to Liverpool. But let's get born without the way, as I said, and we'll see you all in the next one. ta everyone. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Podcast Network.